Star Wars 7x7 episode 2547. Now that we are considering more deeply the Bad Batch this week, since we've had half a season to see how things are developing, the question arises, or at least it did for me, what is the end game for the Bad Batch? Where is this all going? Punch it. Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the question of where the Bad Batch is going to wind up is a question that isn't easily answered, obviously, because we have no idea how many seasons it's going to be. We don't know, you know anything about these characters in future parts of the Star Wars timeline. I mean, it is completely a mystery, right? But there are some things that we can talk about in terms of other animated series that have been produced by Lucasfilm so far, and you know, they may give us some idea of where the Bad Batch could end up. For example, with the Clone Wars, and this is almost an illustration of what can't happen, basically. With the Clone Wars, it was meant to run that three-year period in between Attack of the Clones and Revenge of the Sith, and so it was going to end at Revenge of the Sith. They're lining right up with it, basically, right? And so that was how everything was going to turn out. Easily figured out, but not in terms of the Bad Batch, because you know it would be kind of strange to have the Bad Batch be a season, say, for example, and then jump ahead five years in the timeline and then jump ahead ten years. Like, it's not likely that it's going to span the entirety of the time period between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope, but who knows, maybe there'll be a fun epilogue that goes, you know, later into the timeline like Star Wars Rebels did. And speaking of Rebels, because we were going to go there <laughs> anyway, you know, the Spectre Cell started on Lothal, that whole story in Rebels, and ended on Lothal, and they certainly went to other places, and they ended up becoming part of the larger alliance to restore the Republic, or the Rebel Alliance, if you will. But ultimately, it's centered on one final situation where the Empire was bringing some of their best against them with Grand Admiral Thrawn, and they were able to repel him and push the Empire off of Lethal and keep them off of Lethal, apparently, according to that epilogue, until later on Ahsoka would come to find Sabine and they would go off to hunt for Ezra. And I think this is more potentially suggestive of the way that the Bad Batch could go. But before we get to that, I also want to talk about Star Wars Resistance, which, as we've talked about here on the show, was really kind of an early death, it felt like. The notion of it ending after two seasons was really kind of shocking and surprising. And, you know, they went as far as the events of the Force Awakens and into the time period of The Last Jedi, but not so far that they got into the time period of The Rise of Skywalker. And you can imagine a world where if they had gone three, four seasons with Star Wars Resistance, that it could have ended up that way. They could have tied it in to The Rise of Skywalker. And in fact, I believe it was um, uh, the Fireball and maybe one other ship that were part of the armada that showed up at Exegol in that final battle in the Rise of Skywalker. So there was certainly 
a storyline that would lead into that situation. All right, so let's circle back to the Bad Batch and talk about their potential. Certainly they are learning to fend for themselves as mercenaries, but if that's all that they did in this series, they just became better mercenaries and interacted with the Empire or didn't, interacted with the Huts or didn't, but they just, you know, became good mercenaries, that would not do for a show. That would not do for the whole show's arc. Nobody would be, you know, that deeply invested in. They have to go somewhere else. And so that makes me wonder about the whole thing with Rex and the fact that some people are starting to fight back against the Empire. He is allied with Trace and Rafa Martez, and who knows who else is involved with that. But it seems like ultimately there's a path that they could follow there. There's a path they could follow with Saw Gerrera as well. And I don't think we have a sense yet of how Saw Gerrera became increasingly radicalized to the point where what he was doing was deemed so far beyond the pale that the likes of Mon Mothma and Bail Organa didn't want to be associated with him and didn't want their idea of a rebel alliance to be associated with him. But there's the Saw path, there's the Rex path, and then there's also just their own personal situation which is dealing with Crosshair and the fact that Crosshair is still under the influence of an inhibitor chip and he is the Bad Batch's brother in arms if anyone is and as we've heard many times before the Bad Batch members tend to look down on the regs as they call them on the regular clone troopers although they certainly have their favorites here and there like Rex and I'm convinced at least <laughs> that one of the things that has to happen in the Bad Batch that is absolutely going to happen is that they're going to get a hold of Crosshair and they are going to remove his inhibitor chip I mean the only alternative to that is just constant cat and mouse until what somebody dies I mean you know that seems like the only way to create a satisfactory solution to that situation and I think the more satisfactory solution is to have crosshair be healed as it were we also know that part of the story is that the clone facilities on Kamino are going to be decommissioned and the Empire is not going to be using clones in the future. They are just going to stick with conscripts and recruited troops and whatnot. And so one of the you know, ideas potentially for the Bad Batch that would be you know, similar in scope in scale, in a sense, to the Rebels' victory of liberating Lethal would be for the Bad Batch to liberate all the remaining clones. I mean, we know for a fact that the Kaminoan cloning facilities are going to get decommissioned. We know for a fact that the Empire is going to migrate from using clones as their stormtroopers to using conscripts and recruits as their stormtroopers. We just don't know the details of how it happens. And we also know that they're experimenting with the notion of having clones lead elite troop groups or something like that. And we know that According to Tarkin, at least, it's not financially feasible for the Empire to be using the cloning facilities, that it's cheaper for them to go with just standard recruits instead. But the Bad Batch is in a unique position to make that untenable. And it would also possibly answer the question of Wolf and Gregor, Rex's compatriots that we meet in Rebels, and how they ended up losing their inhibitor chips and being able to be you know, free spirits, as it were. 
And the other thing about this is that it seems like, you know, and I know I talked about the you know notion of, oh, could the Bad Batch fill the entire space between Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope? Like, could it tell a cohesive story that would last 19 years of galactic time? And it doesn't seem like that's the case. And so, you know, the other part of that equation is that we don't have any references to the Bad Batch in storytelling that happens around A New Hope or anywhere close to it. Certainly the Bad Batch could have been off doing other operations and involved in other aspects of the Alliance potentially, but it seems like keeping their story more compact within, say, a five-year span at the beginning of the Age of Empire makes a lot more sense overall. And so that's my thinking on what the end game is for the Bad Batch series. And I'd love to hear what you think about it too. Where do you think this whole story is going to end up? Please drop me a line and let's chat about it on social media. Anywhere you like to comment on things, Facebook, Twitter, or YouTube, or at home base for the show at SW7X7.com. And that's going to do it for this episode of the show. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the force be with you wherever in the world. World you may be. Star Wars 7x7 is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited, other respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2021 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it.